welcome to our moment of elevation. <laughs> oh my goodness, I was so teased about that part. Elevation. Yes, greetings in the mighty name of Jesus. You are so welcome here at our moment of elevation. I want to say thank you so much to those that are tuned in, those that shared the podcast. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you for your participation. Thank you for your comments on WhatsApp. The Lord bless you. A big shout out to Pastor Geraldine and her family. A shout out to Pastor um, Brother Stephen and his wife, his household. A big shout out to all those that were tuned in. Um, I can't remember the names. (laughs) Please forgive me. But to all those that sent a comment on WhatsApp and just said something for those that congratulated regarding the podcast. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much that you are willing to just journey with me and to serve the Lord, to do the will of the Lord. And I'm super excited and I thank you for your excitement as well. Amen. So I'm Bishop Sonia for those that don't know. And I'm also part of God Can Khotkan Community Prayer Meetings. And we have started with our podcast series with the theme or title, Get Out of the Boat, Start Walking on Water. I said it was twofold. Get out of the boat is encouragement. Start walking on water is the challenge. And today, I just sense in my spirit that I must just specifically come and give you a few scriptures regarding all things are possible. I want you to take time out to go through these scriptures with It speaks literally just about how Jesus is talking about it is possible, it is possible, it is possible. Take time out to go through the scriptures. For those that is still in a rut, a rut which is your boat, a rut because of disappointment. The Holy Spirit is highlighting to me disappointment. Part of the reason why many is in the boat, in that comfortable boat, although it is not really comfortable, but you have decided this is my safe place, it is because of your deep disappointment that you had in life. It doesn't matter what area it was that was disappointed. For example, your workplace. You are many years in that um, organization working for that company. And promotion comes and promotion goes and you are not even considered. You are there. Everybody gets promoted except you. And deep down in your spirit, in your heart, 
in your mind, in your soul, you are so grieved about it. It's been many years now and you have decided you are just in a rut. You go to work, not because you really want to, because you have to. There's responsibilities on you and you just have to go. If it is a marriage where you are sitting in a rut, you are disappointed within what is taking place within your marriage, you are still married, you are not happy for for the state of the nation. I, I call it the state of the nation regarding the, the situation within your marriage and you are unhappy. Your spirit is grieved because of what is taking place. You were not signed up for this. You were not expecting whatever is happening in your marriage. Or you are maybe divorced and you are in that rut. You're still grieving over your partner that you thought you're going to grow old with. And it seems that you can't get away from that divorce. You still cry about it. You are in a form of the Depression, you are in a rut because of that disappointment. That is what the Holy Spirit is revealing. Deep disappointment that causes people to stay in a rut. Stay in the boat, the comfortable boat. Because why? This is your safe place. You have made that rut, that boat, your safe place, you don't want to get hurt again, you don't want to be disappointed again, that's why you don't apply for no positions at work anymore, because you don't want to be disappointed again, they don't consider you, if you have decided I'm not going to apply anymore, you are hurt in your marriage and you've decided I'm not going to try anymore. You are in the same house with your partner, but everybody is staying on their own. Everybody is doing their own thing. They come, you come and you go. You live in the same house, under the same roof, but you are both doing your own thing and everybody thinks you are the happy couple. But before the Lord, you know in your heart, it is not like that. That's why for myself, I always will say, we don't know what happens behind closed doors of a couple. That's why we sometimes must be very, very careful with how we judge a situation. We must not be the judges of especially a married couple. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. A couple may seem very happy chippy in front of people, but you don't know what's happening behind closed doors. How many times did people fall into a divorce and everybody's shocked for what happened? How on earth I thought they were so cute. I thought they were so lovable. I admired them. And then you find out the husband was abusive. Then you find out the, the wife had an affair. Many years. They all just pretended, both of them pretended when they were in public that they are the happy chipping. The husband loves his own life, the wife loves her own life. But when they are in the public, then they are the lovey-dovey couple. And one of them decide, I had enough of this, I'm, I want a divorce. Simple example. That maybe you are tuned in now and you are in that same rut of pretending you are happy, but deep down in your heart you are disappointed, your spirit is grieved. 
because you went into a covenant with your partner, a covenant with him or her and with God. But in your spirit, man, you are grieved for what takes place within your household, within your marriage. And you are in a rut, you are in a boat, you are in a comfort zone because you are done trying. You said, let's go for counseling. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's try again. Let's, but, oh my goodness, the, 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 the part that the other person needs to play is always absent. That person doesn't want to play along and you stay in that rut because of the children and because of the gossip and all of that that can take place now. Because of a divorce. The business that it fall apart. And you did put all your eggs into one basket. And now it has failed. You sit with nothing. You've lost your family. They've left you. Because everything went down spiral. And you are in a rut. You don't want to start afresh. You don't want to start again. You don't want to think even about the business now. You are disappointed. You had such big dreams for your business. And the business has failed. Spiritually you have enjoyed the house of God. And then whoop, something happened. You disappointed. You yourself were not on your guard that day. And someone came and they insulted you. You maybe gave a testimony or you prayed, you sang, whatever it was or you know. And that day was the day that the devil used his greatest opportunity to break your spirit. And there it started. Of disappointment in the house of the Lord. You went into that rut of being backslidden. You are Slided. You are not on your place with the Lord because of disappointment. You must remember that it was not the Lord that didn't greet you at the door. It was not the Lord that did not give you a hug. It was not the Lord that insulted you from the pulpit. Why do you turn your back on him? Why do you backslide from him if it was not him that was the one that insulted you? We must be very careful for the for the for the onslaughts of the enemy, especially in the house of God. Because the enemy knows if I can break your spirit in the house of God, I can get you where I want you, and I want you back into my kingdom. The kingdom of darkness. You are sitting in your boat. You don't want to even hear about getting out of that boat. Because getting out of the boat means you're going to need to break loose. Many needs to break loose out of the situation that you are in. The disappointment that has placed you in that rut, in that boat of comfortability. It, it is comfortable but yet so uncomfortable because it's painful. That is a chapter in your life that God wants you to turn the page. God wants you to turn the page. He wants to start afresh. He wants to start afresh with you and you must be willing to start afresh with him in your business, in your career, in your marriage, in relationships, in the church, 
whatever area it is in your life that is in a mess because of the rut of disappointment that you are sitting in. The choice it is yours. Like Peter had to make a choice. Jesus said, he said, Jesus must call him. But he also had to make a choice. If he's going to listen and really believe that he can do it now to get out of the boat. There's an action that requires you to, to move. You are required to make the move. In whatever it is that you are sitting in at the moment. I want to just give you a few scriptures. I'm not going to read it out for you. I want you to please just go and read it in your own Bible. Matthew 19 verse 26. Philippians 4 verse 13. Luke 1 verse 37. Mark 9 verse 23. Mark 10 verse 27. Matthew 17 verse 20, Romans 8 verse 31, Luke 18 verse 27, Job 42 verse 2, Mark 11 verse 24, Jeremiah 32 verse 17, Genesis 18 verse 14. And I'm going to end with Isaiah 46 verse 10. Scriptures that you can go through on your own time. Regarding. Things that is. Impossible but it is possible with God. You can read the whole chapter if you can, or the verses before and after, just to get the full context of that. But I would love to pray with someone, especially those that is in a situation of disappointment at a rut because of miscarriage, those that are struggling to fall pregnant because of miscarriage, issues regarding fertility etc and you are disappointed you are grieved you are hurt and you are sitting in a boat where you are you don't want to get excited anymore for even you for for falling pregnant your mind you've switched yourself off regarding that matter because you did you, you, you and your partner, you tried, you tried, and every time, with the moment you guys get excited, then whoop, something happens, and there it's a miscarriage. I just really sense in my spirit that there are those also in that rut of disappointment where you don't want to even really go to the section of baby clothing. Normally you were excited to go there and see what is new, but you don't want to do that anymore. And even the stuff that you already started to buy because you were pregnant, you packed it away because you don't want to see it even in front of you. You are you are grieved, you are hurt, you are disappointed. 
especially when you 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 are married you you went into covenant with your partner and with God and you are married and now it is this big struggle just to have your own bundle of joy you know what i was for many many years i was married and we didn't have children and because I knew I'm going to be busy with the work of the Lord. I knew the Lord has called me. I thought, okay, this is part of God's plan maybe for us not to have children because I'm going to be too busy, etc. But there was also that in the back of my mind of what is happening actually because people does ask you questions. Don't you want children? Where's the babies, etc.? Some people ask questions that also they don't use wisdom. And this was there was a lot of questions within our minds in the sense of how does this work because we are married and there's no kids. But I tell you on God's perfect timing it happened. On God's perfect timing it happened and yeah the babies are yeah and many I don't understand but how can our kids be so small <laughs> and we are uh, we we are not um that young anymore but the thing is that is God's purpose that was God's plan the thing is God has his own way of doing things. Because the years came and the years went and the years came and the years went. And it was around about the eight years, yeah. And then there was some signs that I'm pregnant. And I was 12 weeks and then I had a, a miscarriage and I was very very disappointed. I was very very much grieved about it. I was disappointed in the Lord because I'm doing his will. I'm passionate for him and I went in covenant with him and with my husband. I mean I'm in a marriage covenant. And here it finally happens. We thought it's never going to happen. And here it finally does happen. And I can see this little um, <laughs> person on the screen. But that time you can't really see what is what. Because it's 12 weeks. But I could see this. There is something there. But there's no heartbeat. I'm telling you, it was a time in my life that I could see how the devil wants to take me into a time of depression. I can remember I was still studying that time and we were busy with assessments and I was also finished with my studies. I decided I'm done with my studies. I don't want to go back to campus anymore because of the disappointment. I was disappointed at everybody. Also the campus that didn't have a clue of what's happening. I had to go back and tell them what happened. Why I was not there and finished my assessment. So they had to work in time for me. They gave me really grace to finish my assessments. To, to, to just get that done. 
because they know I was faithful. I was working hard in class. And where, where am I in this time where it is assessment time? Something had happened here because I'm not there. So I had to go back finally when after a lot of encouragement. I, I can remember a friend that sent me a video clip of uh, they are on, on, on the sports field. Maybe you saw that clip already. How, how this person was a, a very good athlete and he started to fall on, on, on the track. And then someone came to assist him to just finish the race. And you know what? That video clip spoke so deep into my heart to finish. Because I was disappointed and I made my disappointment very clear. To those that wanted to know how am I doing, I said I'm very disappointed. And, and I told her I'm, I'm not going to go back to campus. And she sent me that. Don't give up. And I was crying, I was crying, I was deeply, deeply disappointed in my God as well. Because how on earth can he allow this, the heartbeat to stop? How on earth can he allow that? I felt like you give someone a suit and you take it back. You give that person a gift and you take it back. That's what I felt. I'm being taken for a joke here. We are being taken for a joke. Because we didn't believe in the first place when 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 the nurse said, but you are actually pregnant, eh? Because I was tired, I, I didn't understand myself. And yeah, it showed and said, let me just do a pregnancy test here. And it showed I'm pregnant. When I told my husband I'm pregnant, he said, ah, you're joking. I said, yes. So I must make an appointment at the gynae. I must then I must be back there. She must tell me when I must come in the gynae. said twelve weeks. Well, the twelfth weeks I was there. We did the scan, ultrasound, and there's nothing. No heartbeat. Says Sonia, I'm. I don't get any heartbeat. And I said, what? What does that mean? What does it mean? There's no heartbeat. What happens now? Sounds silly to ask that, but honestly, when you lay there and you you are new at these things and you expected to see something happen here and you hear there's nothing there, there is something, but there's no heartbeat. It, I'm telling you, it's like someone that hit you with a pen on the head. Because how on earth can this happen? I'm a child of God. I pray for other people and God does the work in their lives. God fills the womb. God comes through. And that was also the, the crazy matter about it. For those that that has requests regarding fertility and all of that, God comes through. And here we are going through uh, the emotions of being married and we don't have children of our own. It sounds a bit crazy. Many, I'm telling you, there was also those that gossiped because they didn't understand the plan of God. You do get those that wants to gossip about the last thing, everything they gossip about, and even though they are saved also, they don't use wisdom. And maybe you are sitting here today and you tuned in and you are 
broken because of the miscarriage or you had a couple of miscarriages and it seems it just it doesn't it it's not going to happen i'm not god like my gynae told me she's not god that is that that is before i i i had a miscarriage i had just my normal gynae visit to just do your normal visits to see what's happening she said i'm not god but what i do see i see a womb and that womb is going to be filled on the appointed time i thank god that she was saved she understood these things there's nothing wrong i see i see the womb and i see a appointed time so we trust god for appointed time we call those things that does not exist in the natural we call it into existence she encouraged me that day in such a powerful way because i'm i can see what she's showing me can you see this or yeah, this is the that is where the baby goes and there we i just see appointed time because if there was issues i will tell you okay this and this and this but on the appointed time i just see appointed time doesn't matter how many years you married i see appointed time yeah and today i can say really it was appointed time after the miscarriage after the tears after all the pain the lord came through what 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 children for us and i am absolutely in amazement for our god many times i still sit and look at them and said wow lord can these be our children is this our children our very own children because i thought really it's not going to happen now i can be called mama also and my husband can also be called dada we thought it's no never going to happen it's maybe not the lord's plan it wasn't that there was issues of fertility you know we didn't go to clinics and stuff like that there was not that we were just waiting on the lord actually because if it is the lord's will it will happen if it's not the lord's will it will not happen that is what we said to each other but we also are human beings we also thought what is what is happening because the clock is also ticking so i don't know what was your situation regarding the miscarriage or this was no miscarriage but you are married and you don't have children you don't understand what's happening sometimes you think you are also pregnant but then the test shows you not pregnant and you have a desire you want you 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 and your partner you want your own children all things are possible with god and his will will be done as we pray this will be done lord your will be done i want to say to you his will be done His will will be done. And try to 
really get out of that rut of disappointment. Get out on the boat and open your hearts for God's will to be done. Then you're going to notice you're going to not live a life of grief because that is where the devil wants you to be. For the babies that you have lost, remember those babies is with the Lord. Don't stay also in that rut of grief. We had a miscarriage. But we just knew that we must not stay in the rut. We were, by the by the counselor, we were advised we must have um, like a monthly, a monthly type of a, anniversary type of thing of, of our baby on that date and so forth. But we decided we're not going to do that. We want to move forward. I, I have decided, he has decided, but we don't want to live in grief for the rest of our lives because then you rekindle all that emotions again. That is what we felt. And, and we really did not do that. A candle that that we were advised to to put up a candle and to light a candle in remembrance of the little one, etc. And we decided we're not gonna do that. That happened. It it happened. We were unhappy about it. We were grieved. We were in pain about it. But in order to Embrace the new, whatever the Lord wants to do. We need to let go of the past now. And maybe I need to say this to someone or a couple that is in grief for many years. You need to let go of the past. You cannot turn the clock back. It wasn't your fault that you were maybe this in the devil place over time with your mind. It was maybe because you stressed a lot. It was maybe because you did eat wrong. It was maybe because of this and that and so forth, you know. It was nothing to do with that. It was just part of life that happened there. And also, if it was the devil, we don't know if he had his hand in that. But let it be let it be and release that so that you can open your hearts for what God wants to do, the new things, the new chapter in your life, so that you can embrace the new that God wants to bring into your life. We had to let go of the past and embrace the new. I can't even remember the date and everything. I can't remember. Because I decided, he decided, Lord, we're going to just let go of this. We went away for a few days. We just went away. And we decided there, we're going to start a new chapter. Because both of us were very disappointed. We were grieving about it. And... God came through because our hearts were ready for the new. And it was, I think it's three months after the miscarriage and then God showed up again. So God remains faithful. 
And I want to say to you, God remains faithful. The Lord knows who needs to hear this. It's time for you to get out of that rut of pain, out of disappointment. And start and walk on the water. Walking on the water requires also faith that your life is in His hands. Your business, if you're going to start your business again, it is in His hands. Your marriage, your future, if you went through a divorce and you are getting out of that rut of where you didn't take care of yourself anymore because of what happened. You start and take care of yourself. You, you, you dress yourself nice again. You cut your hair and you wash your hair again. Come out of that rut of depression in the name of Jesus. Can I just pray with you? And if it is you that are tuned in, or you know of someone that is in a rut because of pain, disappointment, whatever it may be, a child that is on drugs, and you as the parent is in a rut of disappointment, you don't care about that child anymore, you don't even want to see him or see her, you don't open the door anymore for him or her. You have, you, have, you, you, you have disconnected yourself from the child. You are the one that is in a rut. Remember that it's still your child. It is your child. And you are the parent that needs to pray that child through. So you need to get out of the rut. Because as long as you are in that rut of disappointment and of grief that your, this is, is your child that is in that state. This is scratching in other people's bins for food. Because you are not opening up the door. Because when he comes in or she comes in, he, he or she goes out with your belongings that you worked hard for. God is saying, come out of the rut. Come out of the rut of disappointment. I want to work with you so that you can be open in your heart to work with your own child, to pray for your own child. Because that is your child. Your blood is running through that child's vein. You are the parent. Hallelujah. Whatever it is, if you are a leader and you got hurt, it is you that got hurt and you have decided you are done with the work of God. You are done because you've given your all for the kingdom of God. And then the people come and they turn their backs on you. You are in a rut of disappointment. You don't want to hear about the gospel. You are in a rut because you are disappointed. God has gifted you. God has given you great gifts. God has given you a mighty anointing upon your life to minister. And you have decided, I'm done. I'm done with this kingdom work. Close the church. Said, I'm done. I'm disappointed in this congregation. And the congregation had to find themselves another church, another leader. Because you said, no, I don't want this in my life anymore. 
You are now still sitting in that rut. But deep in your spirit man, your spirit man is saying, he wants to move for the Lord. And you are suppressing that voice inside of you. Saying, I'm telling you, I'm not going to do it anymore. Your soul, your emotions, your will. Because our will is made of our, of our emotions, you know, our intellect. You decide, your soul is saying, no, I'm not going to run for this gospel anymore. I'm not opening up another church anymore. I'm not working with the, the, uh, the, the children of God anymore. I don't want to be involved in no ministry anymore. I'm not going to do nothing in this kingdom anymore. Because you got hurt. You are suppressing the call of God upon your life. And you're going to stand before God for that. Because the blood of the souls will be on your hands. The souls that God wanted you to reach is going to be on your hands. Get out of the boat, says the Lord. Get out of the boat, says the Holy Spirit. Get out in the name of Jesus. I want to use you. Release them that it hurt you. Forgive them. Uproot that bitterness out of your heart. Allow me to bind up the wounds so that you can be healed. So that I can use you. Wonderful Jesus. If it is you that are tuned in or you know of someone that is in a rut. I want you to please stand in the gap. For that person. I want you also to just... Stretch out your hand. Just put your, your left hand on your chest. If it is you. Whatever it is. Maybe I didn't touch even on the situation that you find yourself in. But you just know. If I would have touched on that thing now. If that is you. You know you are disappointed of whatever it may be. A relationship. You were never married. But you were in a dating relationship. And got deeply hurt. You don't want to hear about getting married. You don't trust no man. You don't trust no woman. Whatever it is. That it caused you to sit in a rut of disappointment. Put your, your left hand on your own chest. And with your right hand, you lift up your right hand as a sign of surrender. As a sign that, Lord, this is me. This is me today. This is me. I'm disappointed. And if your tears must roll, let it roll. If you must cry, you cry. I cried my heart out. Ooh, I was in pain. I told this God that I'm serving. I'm so disappointed in you. And if you are disappointed in God for what happened in your life, you can tell him today, you can tell him, my God, I'm so disappointed. It's not that he doesn't know. But to get that out of your spirit, just voice it, just tell him how you really feel. Get it out of your system. If it is your husband you disappointed, if it is a child, voice it. Get it out of your system. Tell the Lord, this is how I feel. I'm deeply grieved. 
Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that I know that I know this is part of our second part of our series where you want to focus on disappointment, the rut of disappointment. And I come in the name of Jesus and I bring everyone that has the left hand on the chest where they say, Lord, this is me. I am I am in a rut because of I'm disappointed. I am sitting at home because I'm disappointed. I don't want to hear anything about church anymore. I don't trust the pastors. I don't trust the believers, the gossipers. They, they, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to walk with the people of God. They are, they are too evil. Whatever it is, my God, that has caused your children to sit in a rut of disappointment, of pain, of grief and hurt, my God, I come in the name of Jesus. As they lift their right hand as a sign of surrender, Father God, I come and I ask you, my God, that you will come and just pull them out of that rut in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, I come and I pray that you will pull them out of that rut of disappointment, of depression. They are so disappointed that they are in a state of depression Without many of them even knowing about it, they are just depressed. They are downcast in that area. Maybe the other areas is fine, but in that specific area, they are down. They are depressed. They are discouraged, my God. And I come in the name of Jesus. And I come and pull them in Jesus' name. On, on, I pull them on that state of disappointment. I'm pulling on that, my God. And I pray, Father God, as I'm tugging on that disappointment, that they will stand up in Jesus' name. Jere, ek trek vanmorgen, jere, mense uit hulle omstandighede van disappointment, te leerstelling, my God. In naam van Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, those that is deeply hurt, I pull them up in the name of Jesus. I pull them by faith, my God. I'm pulling them up, Father God. Those that is laying down and out, Father God, that is emotionally down, Father, I pull them up right now in Jesus' name. I Come, Father God, and I pray that your light will break forth in all darkness. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the light of Christ to penetrate through the darkness of disappointment, Father, in hearts, in minds, Father God, in their spirit, in their soul, but in their body, in the name of Jesus. Let your light penetrate and destroy the works of darkness in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for healing I pray for inner healing emotional physical healing father God I pray mighty God that you will come through the power of your Holy Spirit and that you will restore mighty God every broken heart every broken heart my God come and restore in the name of Jesus I come father and I pray for your anointing to break the yokes of the appointment to break the yokes my God in Jesus mighty name 
destroy the works of the enemy, destroy the onslaughts of the enemy, destroy the tactics of the enemy, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Break forth, my God, break through, my God, in Jesus' name. Give them that inner strength to step out of their boat, my God, where they move by faith, O God, that they move by faith, O God, that let them get out of that boat, of disappointment, the rut of disappointment, Father, as I'm pulling them in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for faith to arise. I pray for the anointing of God to strengthen the inner man. I pray for those that need to forgive people and release them. I pray for strength for them to do that, my God, to start a new chapter in their lives, a new page. I pray for a new page, a fresh beginning, a new beginning within the lives of your people, my God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke the works of darkness. I bind your works, Satan, too long. You have kept people in that rut of disappointment too long. And I Find your works in Jesus' name. I pray the blood of Jesus over each and every one, Lord Jesus, that is admitting this day that they are in a rut, my God. And it is them that is sitting in that rut of disappointment, in that comfort zone. Father God, they where they don't want to do anything anymore in that aspect of their lives. Father, I pray that the blood of Jesus will destroy the works of darkness in the name of Jesus. I pray my God, that your will will be done. Within their lives, let your kingdom come in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for those, oh God, that has uh, had disappointments with miscarriages, my God. I come in the name of Jesus and I speak life, Father God. I speak life within every womb in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, for fertility, my God. I pray in the name of Jesus for miracles to take place. Father, those that has decided it's never going to happen. I pray for a miracle in the name of Jesus. I pray, mighty God, that you will reveal your mighty hand in Jesus' name. I pray for the hands of discouragement, of disappointment, Father God, of, 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 Depression on those wombs. I pray that you will remove those hands right now in Jesus' name. Every evil hand that is placed on, 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 on people's wombs, Father, to, to prevent, Father God, those wombs to be filled, my God. I pray in Jesus' name. Every evil hands to cut it off, to remove it, to let it fall off, my God. I pray for life. I pray for life to take place within those wombs. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, oh witchcraft, oh God, I bind it in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus is against all evil works, my God. I pray for the anointing of God that breaks yokes to break the yokes right now in Jesus' name. And I pray for miracles, Father, in the lives of your people. 
bundles of joy that you are, Lord Jesus, releasing in the lives of couples that is trusting you or where they don't trust you anymore. But I pray that you will surprise them, my God, with your faithfulness in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Those that is struggling, Father, for to, to work with their kids that is on drugs, I pray, mighty God, for miracles to take place. I pray for your hand to move, my God, in Jesus' name. Nothing is impossible. Businesses that fall flat. Father, I speak life over that business. I speak life, my God, over every situation, my God, that has caused a deep disappointment. I speak life in Jesus' name. And I pray for the miracle-working uh, power of God to be released over that situation in Jesus' name. As they stand up and get out of that rut, out of that boat, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you know that you know that you know that you were the one that stood up today and said, Lord, it is me, we admitted, we admitted, it is me, my God. I want you to just pray with me, our Father, as we end off, praise God, our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being tuned in. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. I want to encourage you to please share the podcast to your groups, your your friends, your family. Someone needs to be encouraged today to come out of that rut, come out of that boat of disappointment. Amen. So I thank you. God bless you. May the face of the Lord shine upon you. And may the Lord give you great peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Much love from my side, Bishop Sonia Isaacs. And until we speak again in Jesus' name, amen and amen.